0: Welcome to T21 Mom. Hi friends, it's Mary, Mum to Ainsley, who rocks an extra chromosome. As we all know, Down syndrome. Do you ever feel isolated, alone, feel like nobody gets you? Maybe you don't feel supported. Well, on today's episode, it's the much-awaited retreat. And let me tell you, I wait all year to see these ladies and to fill my cup, to feel uplifted, supported, and so not alone on this journey. If you want to know what it's like to find your community, to not feel alone, then listen in, and maybe even consider going to the next one. And I have a special returning guest today. Who is that?
1: (laughs) Oh, well, if you don't know, then why did I answer my call here?
0: (laughs) It's Ron. He used to co-host with me, but I've been flying solo for the past year or so, but he still helps me out in the back ground a little bit here and there as I try to do this all on my own. It's it's a big job.
1: <laughs> well, I have to tell you, I'm finally recovered from that early morning.
0: trip to the airport.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was, was, that took a while to get over. I'm getting old, man. I can't, I can't do late nights and I can't do early morning.
0: Oh dear. Well, you're retired, so you can take a nap.
1: I am work optional.
0: Okay, that's all right.
1: So you went to the retreat.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty crazy getting ready to go. You know, I actually, this time around, I was a bit better prepared. I was packing, I think, two days before the retreat, unlike last year, which was 10 p.m. the night before. And yeah, I was feeling a little bit anxious just about everything, getting everything ready because it's a, a big deal for me to go away for, for five days. I know Ainsley's in good hands, but I'm trying to make it easy for Dennis while I'm gone That's so, that, best, yeah. so that I can still continue to go. But he knows how much this means to me and that it's important for me to go. So and yeah. And then this year, though, I decided since I sold so many cookies last year, that I would pay to take an extra suitcase.
1: The airline industry thanks you.
0: It's two days before the retreat and I'm feeling a little anxious, I guess. I have a lot to do in the next two days before I leave. I feel somewhat organized, but also somewhat disorganized. At least I have started packing which is much better than last year. I was packing I think at 10 o'clock the night before I was leaving. So I'm feeling good that way. I have been busy baking because I had a rather big last minute order that I needed to fill before I left and of course making some rockin' mum cookies as well. And I am just so, so excited to see all these mamas, especially my roommate Christine, obviously, and the moms from the Haunted Pub Crawl. We call ourselves the Haunted Rockin' Moms. So, so, so excited to see all of them. We're going to go on another Haunted Pub Crawl on Saturday night, which I'm sure will be fantastic. And it's going to be a really really awesome, great couple of days and a very much needed break. And so I'm all packed and ready to go. And I have my rockin' Mum cookies all packed in the bottom of my carry-on and getting everything organized at home. And so now I'm just waiting for Ron, who I know will be on time, picking me up at the ungodly hour of I think 4:45 a.m. It's 4:30 in the morning, and just waiting for Ron, my ride, to show up. I am just so excited to see all these ladies. It always takes a lot of organizing to to be able to leave for this many days, five days, but. Dennis knows that I need this and I know that Ainsley will be totally fine with him. I gave him a list and I've made it as easy as possible. All the dinners are ready and really just has to heat things up. So shouldn't be too bad. So I am so ready. I'm so ready to see all you ladies. I cannot wait.
1: I forgot what time it was because it was just all about coffee.
0: Well, and I do appreciate that you also brought me a car. (laughs) It's all of 4.48 in the morning. And my good friend, Ron. Good morning, Ron.
1: Good morning, Mary. How are you this early morning?
0: I'm not generally a morning person, but I'm doing pretty awesome today because Ron was kind enough to get up at this ungodly hour and take me to the airport. And he brought coffee. Thank you, Ron. (laughs) So I get to the airport. I flew through security. And, uh, you know, I don't really even care that it's 530 in the morning. And I'm just so excited to be getting on a plane. So two flights later, I arrive in San Antonio.
1: Why did you have to stop somewhere? Well How long did you have to like actually stay in the other airport?
0: I flew into Denver, and it was a really fast layover. I don't even think it was an hour. And it looks so incredibly flat, and it looks like it's out in the middle of nowhere. Although somebody did tell me that it's a little deceiving, that it being as flat as it is. I don't know if that's really true, but it, they do... Did tell me that it is way out in the middle of nowhere, the airport. But yeah, so just a quick turnaround in Denver, and then flew on. That's where they
1: shot Die Hard 2, you know.
0: I did not know that in that airport. There you go. Okay. Yeah, at that airport
1: just before it opened, actually.
0: All right, very cool stuff. I didn't know.
1: <laughs> the stuff that I have in my head.
0: <laughs> I quite like that movie though, the Die Hard. Franchise. So what happened when you
1: hit San Antonio?
0: So I met up with uh, my roommate, Christine, because we kind of got in around the same time and a couple other moms. And so we we took an Uber back to the hotel because we weren't staying right in San Antonio. I'm trying to think how long it was. Probably a good half hour from the airport. And uh, we pull up and no word of a lie. We were greeted at the hotel by like a welcoming <clears> committee <throat> and cheers.
1: Well, let me get this straight. You were, actually, you were actually met by cheerleaders?
0: Well, not cheerleaders, but a bunch of other moms oh, okay. were cheering up for us, our, for our arrival. It was quite fun, actually. I wish I'd I'd had it recorded, but you know, I wasn't really prepared for that, but it was, I thought, really fun. So we have arrived at the Marriott. It's a beautiful hotel, and we actually have a little balcony. We can sit out there and drink wine. How are you doing, Christine? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, me too. And we actually had a welcoming committee <laughs> when we arrived. A few of the wrong and moms have been waiting for us. And we heard everyone whooping it up and we turn around and there they all are out coming to greet us. It was fantastic. So we're about to go meet them now and we're going to go hang out and I think have a couple of drinks. So, yeah, just because everyone was just so excited to be there and, you know, just... To see everyone and to get things going. And so, of course.
1: Well, I was just about to say it. And at this point, did the drinking commence?
0: Well, pretty much. I mean, we didn't waste any time and we went <laughs> straight to the hotel sports bar. Thank you. and uh we all started talking about our our nicknames we've just arrived at the hotel we're in the sports bar and just have a listen to what's going on hey katie's new
2: nickname is Lead. okay so we all have
0: nicknames this year
2: mine is statham
0: okay jules is now statham but i think jules is a pretty cool name on the back of your shirt anyways
3: statham is my nickname
4: okay Jason your husband, okay. Your new husband, okay. I'm sneaky. You're sneaky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have a great time tonight, ladies. So, did so, you? So,
1: let me just ask you a question here, okay? Like, like, you guys are all in a sports bar. Is is are there other kinds of bars in Texas?
0: Well, we're at the sports bar in the hotel. So, because right. we're kind of, there's not really anything else around it's a good 10 or 15 minute, maybe 10 minute, you know, car ride to the target or whatever. There wasn't right really much around where we were. So we we're kind of either at the hotel or literally Pris- out somewhere.
1: You were like prisoners of your situation.
0: Oh, prisoners. I wouldn't say prisoners because it was <laughs> a good thing to be there. <laughs> and it was all by choice. <laughs> okay. The hotel was lovely. It had a huge pool and an amazing lazy river. It was it was wonderful. And and let me tell you, San Antonio, it is so hot. And we're at mid-September when we were there. I cannot imagine what it would be like during the summer. Because when we went on a, a tour, the guide said, we have two seasons, hot and hotter. Because, you know, I'm more of a fair-weathered girl here. You know, from the cooler climes of Canada, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty, still pretty hot there, especially during the day. But yeah. uh,
1: so, what was the food like?
0: The food was great. You know, at the hotel, they I thought it was great. You know, I tried to eat more Texas fare, you know, because I'm in Texas, so that was nice. And they're supposed yeah. to have
1: great barbecue.
0: Yeah there was brisket and it's fairly common to have tacos for breakfast. So I did do that the next day. I had a taco for breakfast.
1: I do tacos for breakfast. Yeah. Well, I, they're they're made with eggs and sausage and. That
0: sounds more like a. Omelet. It's a breakfast burrito
1: kind of thing. Yeah.
0: But actual tacos with brisket and stuff in it. So it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And. I prefer ice
1: cream for breakfast.
0: Whatever floats your boat. Right. (laughs) (laughs) you're on holidays, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) Exactly. And then while at the sports bar, most of us, you know, we're eating and catching up and, of course, drinking. And it was just so good to see everyone. Almost all of our haunted rockin' moms were there on Wednesday. Some came, I think a few came in on Thursday, but most were there Wednesday. I think even a few changed their flights to come in on Wednesday because so many of us were coming in. On that day. And then the next day, my roomie, Christine, and I, we headed, as I mentioned, to breakfast at the hotel. And we met up with some other haunted rock and mums there. We just had sort of had a table at the back. There was, it was just a small group of us. And, you know, Christine doesn't come on the pub crawl with us. She said it's not really her thing, although I think she probably would really enjoy it. You don't have to drink to go on the pub crawl, you just go and have fun and listen to the ghost stories. But, you know, our little group welcomed her to hang out with us, which, you know, is kind of what it's all about. It's just, you know, finding your people and having an awesome time.
1: So, so I have to ask a question here, like on the on the pub crawl, mm-hmm. the haunted pub crawl. Mm-hmm. Were there any sort of visitations like you had last year in Washington? Were there any kind of ghosts?
0: Oh. No, not this time.
1: <laughs> That's disappointing.
0: But there were some pretty good stories, which we will get to. And you know, we had a really lovely breakfast. And as I mentioned, I had some tacos for breakfast. And we had a really wonderful server. His name was Danny, and he's even been to Vancouver. We're all at breakfast and we have we're gonna go out to the riverwalk later, and here is our lovely server Danny or Daniel hello how are you
2: my name is Daniel from the beautiful JW Marriott in San Antonio Texas
0: and he's fantastic and he's actually been to Vancouver I have the bridge the suspended bridge is beautiful in Vancouver awesome yeah Capilano suspension bridge so thank you for coming ladies thanks Danny that's something Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and and then I spoke with Janess also known as Geneticist. Now, she got her nickname because half of us have nicknames from the haunted pub crawl. And uh, she got her nickname from fangirl Amy because every time Amy said Geness on Talk to Chat, it came out as Geneticist. She said, I even tried to say it really slow and clearly and it still was Geneticist. So we just call her Geneticist. And, you know, Janesse shared her very personal situation and, you know, how much it meant to her about being at the retreat. She had a so double So we're just finishing mastectomy. up breakfast and I, we're here with Janesse, who's also known as geneticist. And we'll explain that later, but... How are you doing, Jeunesse, and
5: how many retreats have you been to? So this is technically my eighth retreat, if you count the virtual one that we did in 2020. Um, I've come every year since 2017. And so a little backstory: uh, Mary has mentioned both on her Facebook page and in her group that um, our Haunted and Mom group is um, a very special, close group, and we come together um, recently over the loss of one of our babies and also a member going through cancer and that's me and I'm having surgery next week and coming to this retreat was so important to me because this is where my cup gets filled and this is where I rejuvenate and get love and support from all these amazing moms and I'm just so blessed to be a part of this community and have such amazing moms that DSDN brought to me.
0: Oh. You're making me tear up because I feel the exact same way and, you know, and you are so brave and, you know, and thank you for sharing for your, your journey, what you're going through. Like, I think it's the day after the retreat, right? Like Uh, Monday. Okay. So, so in less than one week, you're going to have some major surgery, but we are all here to love you and support you. And we are going to have the most amazing time.
5: Thank you. Now I need
0: a hug. Hugs. She had a double mastectomy.
1: So that was quite the
0: story. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very and personal,
1: like like deeply personal.
0: Yeah, and she was actually supposed to have her surgery a week prior, I think, to the retreat. And she was still planning to come, which I thought was kind of crazy. But that's how important it is to her to come. And her doctor said, it's okay that, you know, we wait a week. For you to have the surgery because she literally had the surgery i think about two days after the retreat you know we all wanted to support her and 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 we were all so happy that she was able to come to the retreat
1: so did you guys get to play a lot of tourists or
0: we did a little bit we went to uh, most of us from breakfast and a few others we went on a hop on hop off tour but to be honest it was a little bit disappointing you know, at one of the stops quite early and they said, oh, there's a, uh, I think they said it was a brewery. So we said, oh, let's get off, you know, go and have a beer or a drink or whatever. We're wandering around looking for the brewery. And I think it's just a building. It's not even an actual brewery. So we ended up going in somewhere else and we got some fancy drinks. So that was okay. And then You know, and then we resumed on the hop on, hop off tour. But then we went to downtown to the Riverwalk, which is really quite beautiful. It's literally all these shops and buildings right along the river. And we did a little boat tour, which was quite nice. And we had a really fun guide. He was really quite funny. And just to tell us about the history of, you know, San Antonio, it was was really quite lovely. And then once we got back to the hotel, I went and hung out for a bit at the lazy river. Cause that's always a big thing with the, with the rock and moms is a lazy river. Cause you just kind of float around the pool, I guess. Well, it's its own river essentially, but you float around it. It's quite big. Like when I looked from an aerial view, I go, wow, that's really big.
1: And, and this is the hotel pool.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: It was huge. So it has like this, this river thing.
0: Yeah. That goes around the pool and the pool itself is already really big and you you can grab like a a tube or whatever and just like, cause there's a current that pushes you through. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was really nice. And, and when I went there to the lazy river, I, I met up with some, some other moms and we, we can go and listen to some clips with those moms. We're at the Lazy River, giving out cookies, and who do we have here? Heather O, Zoe's mom.
6: <laughs>
0: 2019. And how are you
6: doing? Great, sitting by the pool, loving the Lazy River. Yeah, when did you get in? A few hours ago. Oh, you got it? just got in today. <laughs> I got to the room, I put on the bikini, and I came out
0: that's awesome and are you going to the winery tonight you know i am i can't wait
6: (laughs) i knew that but i had to ask (laughs) just in case i mean i won't drink any wine
0: really you can pass it along to me okay
6: that's right right. i will i will sip i will i will will sample
0: (laughs) sample just keep sampling (laughs) okay who do we have here hi i'm andrea and where are you from andrea
4: i'm from raleigh north carolina Oh, a few. Oh, so do you know Heather here? How did we meet Heather? Uh, the I think... Haunted pub crawl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. In DC, haunted pub crawl. Yeah.
0: Oh, so you guys would have been on the other pub crawl because we went on the haunted pub crawl too. It's
6: the opposite one from us.
0: Yeah. And we just had the most amazing time and met the most amazing women.
6: So did we. Like haunted pub crawls bring people together?
0: Yes, and, and Amy's the one who orchestrated ours, so... And she's always at, on task to do it for every city.
6: Now, what do you guys call yourselves? I know you have a nickname for for the girls that you met at your haunted pub crawl.
0: Well, because there's so many chats, right? So we just call ourselves the Haunted Rockin' Moms, and we, ha- and we have shirts for our pub crawl tomorrow.
6: <gasps> what? We should have done it with them.
0: We're going on one.
6: What time?
0: I think it's 8 that we go tomorrow, so or Saturday we're going Saturday well yeah maybe well h- hunt down Amy uh, you know what check with Amy and see if we can add some more people yeah yeah and so and what, what what how many treats have you been to
4: this is my second retreat yeah and,
0: oh, so obviously you're the one in DC and what do you get out of the retreat
4: Ooh, everything. It fills up my entire cup for the whole year, and then I need to come back so I can get it again. And you just feel uplifted, joyful, understood. It is so amazing, and you can't get that in your everyday life, I feel like.
0: Right. And so Andrea and I did a little trade-off. I gave her a cookie for a, 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 coo- a koozie, you called it? okay.
4: Trademarked by Big, but we call them cane coolers. But, yes, it's a little disco ball because we're going to be dancing on this. But you got something that it says something on it. You, did you create that? Uh, well, my best friend, her name is All She Wrote Notes, and she hand letters for a living. So she did all the design work for them. So the little boots she hand drew and the little disco ball and the hand lettering. So I'm really excited to give them out. at ordered a hundreds so I could just pass them around like party favors.
0: Oh, that's so fantastic. And it says Rockin' Mom on it. So how fantastic is that? Oh, I can't wait. I can put my drinks in it. <laughs> Thanks so much, ladies. Yeah, and, like- and then Stephanie, who I spoke with, she, she's Odin's mom. And she was on a recent episode. Her son, Odin, he has a proxy of speech. But she also made me a really cool... I remember
1: that episode.
0: Yeah, it was a great episode. I thought it was so informative and I really learned a lot about, you know, it's not super common in our kiddos, apraxia, but more common than in the typical population. So it's something parents need to be made aware of. But she has also been really big in our little community. She makes, um, she'll make different profile pictures for you with like, for Down Syndrome Awareness Month or World Down Syndrome Day. And she did one last year that became insanely popular. I think she did over a thousand. It's called The Characteristics of Down Syndrome. And wow. I got one. Yeah, I got one done by her. And then she started putting it on shirts. So I said, oh, I want one. So I got a shirt that has Ainsley's picture on it and talks about the characteristics of Down Syndrome, which is, you know, ha- arms to hug you with feet that will take you far like all things that any typical kid would also have you know characteristics of so it was it was really cool so we have stephanie here she is uh munching down on a rockin mom cookie and stephanie was on a recent podcast say hi stephanie
2: hello everyone
0: and tell people where you're from again
2: um originally from new mexico but currently reside in austin texas
0: and she ha- her episode was about her son, Odin, who has
2: uh, a proxy of speech. And is this your first retreat? This is my first retreat. And did you just get in today? Yes, I got in about three hours ago.
0: You're wasting no time getting down <laughs> to the Lazy River. And so what do you want to get out of the retreat?
2: Uh, definitely looking to connect with everyone that I know virtually but hadn't met in person. Really excited about that. Um, and just hoping to, you know, chat and just feel some camaraderie.
0: Yes, 100%. That's awesome. And are you going to the winery event tonight?
2: Yes, I am. And I have my books. I brought a couple for some of the moms um, to share with, so I've got them on hand to pass them out later. Are you going to sign the books? Odin actually signed the books. Yes, I remember that. Sorry. Oh, that is so fantastic. Oh, you're going to love it. I can sign it too if people want, but I figured Odin would be the bigger ticket. (laughs) I agree. Fantastic.
0: So. Yeah, I really loved that. And then I spoke with Sarah and Sherry. They are also from the Haunted uh, Rockin' Moms pub crawl from last year. And, you know, Sherry, I was really touched that she chose to come to to the retreat. And she'll share why. Okay, I'm with two of the Haunted Rockin' Moms. Who do we have here? Sherry Gonzalez. Sarah Cash. And where are you ladies from? West Virginia. Chicago. And how many retreats have you guys been to? L- Sherry, I know last year was your first. Yeah. And Sarah, what about you?
6: This is my fifth
7: retreat.
0: Oh, five. Wow. This is my fourth. So what do you ladies want to get out of this? I know, And I know, Sherry, your circumstances are a little bit different right now. And oh, what do you want from this retreat?
6: Honestly, just seeing all you ladies I met last year I mean that's really what I was looking forward to to see you in person some of you I did get to see not too long ago but I really just want to come and relax and hang out with you all and hopefully I mean the love and support you all have given me is just tremendous you know and I've been talking to Valerie and you know we've uh It's just amazing how we all connected last year. I mean, truly. Like, you know, we went on this haunted pub crawl and we all clicked and we've kept in touch this whole year and it's truly amazing. So I'm just glad to be hanging with you all again.
0: Well, we were all so glad to hear that you were still coming and and it's okay to share. Is uh, Sherry's uh, beloved son, Ivan, he recently passed away and it was really heartbreaking for all of us, but we're here to support you and love you and we want you to make this weekend whatever you want it to be for you
6: thank you so much you're welcome
0: we love you too <laughs> and Sarah what are you after So this is your fifth. What do you want to get out of this weekend other than maybe the winery?
8: (laughs) That and, you know, connection. I feel like the connections, new connections from new moms that I, you know, met at the airport and old connections and building on those connections and, you know, being with each other, growing together and just being with a, a community that gets who we are and we can be our true selves and also, you know, enjoy all that life has ups and downs and uh, just have some laughs together so that's what I'm looking forward to
0: yes me too some good times and some connections and you know when I went on the haunted pub crawl last year I don't think I knew anybody on the right and how amazing that we all came together over this past year and through a lot of uh, sadness but you know hopefully we'll see some triumphs as well thank you ladies
1: That's a bit sad. That's a lot sad, actually.
0: Yeah, it it was very sudden. He got sick and he passed very suddenly. It was all in, I think, two days. It was really, really horrible. But we were all so glad that she came. And, you know, I remember her asking, can I still come to the retreat? And we all said, of course. So I'm so glad that she was able to come. And I just really hope that she was able to you know fill her cup and you know feel the love and support from everyone there because such such a hard hard thing to go through
1: did you see anybody like you you obviously have your like your rock and mom group right Mm -hmm. and did you see people from past
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely i did and then I, i i was so happy to see heather heather o She is just a firecracker. And last year, if you go back to listen to that episode, she was a much older mom. She was 46 when she found out she was pregnant. They didn't even know. I I think she was 22 weeks before they even realized she was pregnant. And, uh, you know, it was just so amazing to see her. And, you know, she just is so upbeat and just has such a wonderful attitude. It was just so so great to see her and
1: so of course there had to be so there had to be some wine involved in this because like this is one of those recurring themes from so like you always wind up someplace that does wine
0: yes yes uh yes i do like my wine so i don't i guess because a lot of people start you know because the retreat technically is friday and saturday but a lot of people come Thursday, and you know, and a lot more people are coming on Wednesday. I think I've always come in on Wednesday, so they added uh, a special event at the Contrada Winery, and it was a really lovely winery. But I think they were a bit overwhelmed by the the sheer number of moms. But we still had a a really great time.
1: How many moms were there, like like at this event?
0: Well, the whole retreat, I think, I heard something like three hundred eighty five. And I know there were some moms who said they weren't going to the winery, but it was probably easily 300 that were there. You know, I I don't think there was a lot of people who didn't go because it was sort of like the start of the retreat, even though it was kind of an unofficial thing because you had to pay extra to go. It wasn't included in your retreat package, but it was still a really, it was a really lovely evening, but it was, again, so hot. I can't get over how, how hot it is. You know, they had a a singer, which was really nice, and we all just sort of scattered about the vineyard, you know, moving around and taking pictures. And I, of course, ordered like they had a little wine sampler, and he got a little souvenir wine glass. So I, of course, ordered that, and and a little charcuterie box while we were waiting. And so while we were waiting, I chatted with fan girl Amy. We're at the winery, and. You know who's sitting next to me? It's actually fan girl Amy. How <laughs> you doing, Amy? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. How
9: can I not be awesome with all these amazing women who are moms to rocking kiddos? I agree. It's the best place to be. And where are you from, Amy? I'm from Indiana. Now, you live across this the river from what city
0: is it? Because I've been practicing it and I can't say it.
9: Louisville. <laughs> For those who don't know, it's uh,
0: Louisville, <laughs> no, it's <not>. okay. <laughs> I've been trying, I've been trying, but now uh, Amy's a big fan of the podcast, which if you listen to last year's retreat episode, she, she was fat girling which is pretty awesome.
9: So Amy, uh, why don't you tell us what you do? I am a special education teacher, I teach middle school, and I teach moderate profound disabilities. Yep, some people call it self-contained, but my kids are all over the place, so we are not contained in our room in any way, but that is what I do. And how long have you uh, so been a special education teacher? I have been teaching for eight years in special ed. I used to teach typical special needs preschool, and I have been teaching modern profound special education in the middle school setting for three years now. So you were doing that before you had your daughter. So what was that like
0: for you to make, I guess, kind of like a little bit of a shift? Because that was your
9: profession and now you're a mama to a walking kiddo. It was, you know, when I found out her diagnosis, I had to go through that grief period, which I am ashamed of a little bit because you know I love my students so much but then to find out that it was going to be you know impacting my family it was really hard to um, deal with that at the beginning but I wouldn't change it for the world I just I love her so much and I the opportunities the experiences the friends I've made because of my daughter I you cannot it's amazing (laughs) oh I have to agree and yeah, because I was
0: just thinking today, like, <clears throat> I would not have met any of you. Like, there's no way on this earth that I would have ever met any of you except for this extra uh, chromosome. Yep. And I just want everyone to know that Amy gifted me this beautiful, beautiful bracelet. And it's a Down syndrome and autism bracelet for Amy. So, Or for Ainsley. Sorry. <laughs> I can't say Ainsley's name. I've had a few glasses of wine, but I, I think I still sound good. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, you are a special education teacher as a li- for your living. How... You know, because I thought about doing that, but I thought, I don't know if I could do that and also come home and be doing that. So how has that impacted you?
9: Um, I have had to really look this year at going home and leaving my work at work. Um, I've always been very affected by my job. I love my job and I love my students. But I have taken more time on the nights and weekends than I should and taken away from my family. So it's actually really interesting. One of the counselors at my school was talking to me and told me that, you know, coming here and I was actually shutting off my email, not answering emails because last year in D.C. I was taking care of crises when I was in Washington, D.C. But she said, you know, you do this at work all day long. You give to your kids and then you come home and give to your daughter and you're doing the same thing, which I do disagree. It is much easier with my daughter. She's just a kid, but I know what she's saying. But she said, you need to be a college kid and you need to just be yourself and not worry about it because they're going to be fine. So that is kind of like what I've had to learn how to do. It's still a struggle. I've been fighting the urge to check my email from school, but I so far have not done that. So it's it's hard, but you know, it's it's nice being able to use some of my strategies with my daughter, but in the end, she's just my kid, and she's not my student. And I, you know, I love them, I love her, but it's a different thing. I'm That's fantastic. So don't check your email, Amy. I'm not going to read it. I'll wait till Monday. And you know,
0: Amy, we just all think the world of you. And she is the one who set up the Haunted Rock and Moms group from last year, and. You know, I have to say, it's an absolutely an amazing group of women that I uh, feel so fortunate and blessed to have met. So, thank you, Amy, for doing that. And, of course, you know, we had to put the onus on her to do another Moms tour, a and Moms tour, and Moms tour, this year in San Antonio. So, that's coming up in a couple of days, so I can't wait for that.
9: I can't wait either, and I love T21, and I'm just... So happy to be here, and so thankful to you for doing what you do. Mary, you're awesome. Thank you, Amy. And I also had a
0: really heartwarming conversation with Elise, who had sat down at our table. Now it's a little bit fuzzy, but let's go have Alyssa. The,
1: the clip or just deal? yeah?
0: No, <laughs> the clip is a little bit fuzzy. I don't. I don't know why, but oh. it happened a few times.
9: We're at the winery, which. It's
0: quite lovely. At least it's cooled down a little bit. And who are we with here
10: My name is Elise Mastro Donato.
0: I will not try to spell that name.
10: <laughs> it sounds Italian. It is. My husband's <laughs> Italian. Dennis is Italian too. And how many retreats have you been to? This is my first. I'm a rookie. Oh, we got a rookie here. Awesome,
9: I love it. And you know, it's your first retreat, so what were you expecting it to be, and what are
0: you hoping to get out of the retreat? I had no
10: real expectations except to have some downtime and like me time. I, I came in thinking like I'm gonna spend time with myself and like go out on an adventure, and then I found these amazing moms and. Here I am having wine with them at the winery and it's the absolute best and nothing I can explain.
0: <laughs> I know. And we were talking about that earlier that this relationship with the other moms, like it's hard to explain what that is to other people who just aren't in
2: it, you know, how, how special it is.
10: Yeah. I mean, a few moms I've talked with online through Facebook and it's nice to finally be like you're a real person i'm meeting you in the flesh and then other moms i've never met before yet we've been friends for like 20 years how is like how do you seem so familiar it's wild and do you think you'll come back to another retreat i think i will some people asked me before i came (laughs) i'm getting some eyes over here (laughs) from amy from amy I had some family members ask me if I thought this was going to be something I would do every year and I was like, I don't I don't know, we'll see what happens and I'm excited to see where it's going to be next year.
0: Oh, we all are. It's always a big deal to see where the next year is and I'm pretty sure if you have a good time at this one, that you'll be coming again next year.
10: Yeah, it's been alright so far. Just alright. Super sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been amazing. That's
0: awesome. So once back at the hotel, I was reflecting about the winery and my time at the retreat and how I and most other moms wait all year for this. I've just come back from, well, kind of the winery. I think they were a little overwhelmed because we waited quite a long time to get our food. We did. It did finally come and we took it and then we left shortly after and then we went back to the sports bar at the hotel and i don't know how big the table was there was at least 20 maybe 25 people at the table and all just hanging out you know i am just loving every single minute with these ladies you know i just ladies i just Oh gosh, I was talking to another mama tonight and it's hard to explain what this all means to us. This is such an amazing opportunity for us to all come together and to share our stories, to share our challenges and our wins and to celebrate each other. and it's such an amazing time and as another mama said she goes I wait all year to fill my cup again because it does it just fills my cup I know I've said it many many times but this truly fills my cup I can let loose I can have a good time I don't have any worries it's amazing thank you ladies I love you thank you for making this such a special time for me and for everyone else.
1: Now, when you talk to other moms about, you know, why you go to the retreat, Mm -hmm. is it common amongst all the others? Like the reasoning is common, like like you all feel the same way or do people come with different expectations or different, you know, they or do they come for the same reasons? And I don't mean just to get out of the house for a weekend.
0: (laughs) Majority is the same. You know, they want to feel supported, be with other moms that get them, that are on the same journey, you know, and to meet other moms because for some, you know, also depending on where you are, you can feel really isolated. And, you know, often with Ainsley's dual diagnosis, I do often feel a sense of isolation, even though we have a good community here locally but you know Ainsley's 10 now and the differences I see are so much bigger now than when she was younger with even just other kids with Down syndrome so it's hard and you know it's nice to meet up with other moms and other moms of kids with the dual diagnosis
1: okay so you've answered my question so thank you
0: you're welcome and so it's the next day, Friday, which is technically the first day of the retreat, and they kind of changed things up this year. And so that's the that's the mom's night out. Usually, it was always been on the Saturday, and it was at a rodeo. Now, I've never been to a rodeo, and I think we got on one of the last buses to take us there. And I was once again talking to Fangirl Amy. I think she secretly wants to be on the podcast. We're on the bus and we're heading to the moms' night out, and we have fangirl Amy here again. Hello. Are you excited about tonight?
9: Sure. Have you ever been to a rodeo? I've never been. Uh, I never have. I went to the 4-H fair a couple times, but yeah, not never a rodeo. Okay,
3: so I guess
9: so. I guess we just have to sort of wait and see what it's all going to go down. Yeah. Do you? uh, Do you guys have 4-H in Canada? I wouldn't really know because I'm never really a part of that. (laughs) Okay. But, no, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope to see some moms do the mechanical bull. Yeah, because that will be a lot of fun.
6: Nope, yeah, Amy.
9: Jackie, are you going to get on the mechanical bowl?
6: Uh, no. I'm not going to be riding any mechanical bull.
9: <laughs> and, uh, I Also, I will say, Mary already told everybody that I fell down in the street, so I don't need to injure myself anymore, so oh, we good. <laughs> We're good. Amy is one of the tallest women I know. She's 6'1", so she had a
0: far way to go down. But she she really toughed it out, said, oh, it's nothing. It happens
9: all the time. I'm going, gee, that sounds like me. It was not. It was, it was, it was a cobblestone street. Just don't judge me. Oh, no, I'm not judging you because trust me, if it wasn't you, it would have been me. No, I'm talking about your viewers. Do not judge me. And I'm talking to Ron specifically. I'll let Ron know. All right,
0: let's go have a good time. Okay, Amy said she wasn't going to do it. But she is going to go ride the mechanical bull. (laughs) She just told me not to put on the podcast, but it is going to be on. So we'll see how this goes. Go, Amy! Woo! And uh, we're talking about the mechanical bull at the rodeo. And she mentions she doesn't want to be judged by Ron.
1: Amy, no judgment here. (laughs) You had the courage to get on that bull, and that is what's important. No judgment at all.
0: Now we're at the rodeo, and Amy never said she wasn't going to ride the mechanical bull, but she was brave, and she did it. And we all cheered her on. Oh my gosh, Amy did so awesome. She was stayed on for 48 seconds. Okay, 48 seconds is the record to beat. 48 seconds. 48 seconds. Well done, Amy.
1: Yay, Amy.
0: <laughs> and fangirl Amy, she did so well, she stayed on for 48 seconds. I think that record held for quite a while.
1: 48 seconds. Yeah. Did you know that a real rodeo, you only have to hang on for eight?
0: Well, when we watched the rodeo, I was counting how often, and most of them were on for five seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eight 8 seconds. That's the winner.
0: Oh, wow. I did not know that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well done, Amy. Yes. She did really well. I wasn't brave enough to do it. I thought, I've got enough broken bones. <laughs> I, I don't need any more. I kind of wish now I'd done it, but oh well We're at the rodeo, I've never been The horses are out Everyone's in a great mood, it's going to be a fantastic night It's kind of easing into the rodeo, listening to the music. I'm actually starting to really like country music. That's an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. And then
1: See, I was country before country was cool. So.
0: Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. And then we all went to the stands and we gathered for our annual group shot. Now, I have yet to see the official photo. People keep asking about it. I did see a very blurry version of it. So I don't know if it turned out or not. Actually, after everyone literally left the stands, I was with another rockin' mom. Her name is Amy. And we had a really heartwarming conversation about her son, Logan, who is an only child. Another Amy. Yes, that's right. Another Amy, but it's spelled differently, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) Not... Yeah, not fangirl Amy. This is a different Amy. okay. Yes. So we just finished up watching all the rodeo stuff and everyone's actually laughing, but then I ended up talking with,
7: my name is Amy. And where are you from, Amy? I'm from Maryland and my son's name is Logan, he's five. And is this your first retreat? It is my second.
0: Which one have you been to before? The DC one. Okay. That I went to that. That would make sense because you're close to there. And what do you want to get out of the retreat? Just making
7: connections with moms that have the same experience If I have. I have great relationships at home with friends, but until you walk the life of another rockin'
0: mom, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. I totally hear you on that. And I know we were just chatting before we recorded that uh, your son is an only. So what are your thoughts on that? I'm,
7: I'm kind of like, in the mixed of do I have another or do I just let him be the only and just give all of our attention to him I feel selfish that I don't give him another because it's for my own personal reasons but at the same time I also feel lucky that I, I get to have him forever
0: and obviously that's such a personal choice and I'm confident that you will make the right decision for you and your family thank you I agree let's go have some fun
7: yes let's have fun it was so good good talking to you and your podcast
2: thank you
0: now some of us who weren't brave enough for the mechanical bull like myself well we actually got our pictures on a non-mechanical bull so that was kind of fun and all part of me posers Poser, yes definitely posers so i will definitely (laughs) post that picture it was kind of fun And there I chatted with Jen and Meredith. We're here at the non-mechanical bowl, people lining up to take pictures. Who do we have here? I'm Jen from Arizona. Arizona.
9: And I am Meredith from Illinois. And is this your first retreat, ladies? It's not, this is my third. This is my first. Oh, and how are you ladies liking it? Oh, it is the best time ever.
0: It's not my last.
9: Definitely. But this is my first rodeo. This is my first (laughs) rodeo too, and this has been a blast.
0: it's it's my first rodeo too i've never been to a rodeo and what do you ladies hope to get out of the retreat like what does it mean to you uh
9: close time with friends the connections i've made with other moms has been amazing
0: yeah i have to agree so are you guys uh should we go over and do some line dancing Yes. yes okay let's go all right And it was so much fun at the rodeo and still so hot, as I keep mentioning, because it really was well into the evening. You know, we line danced and trust me, I am not very coordinated, but it was lots of fun and I actually really enjoyed it. Ate brisket, some, like I said, rode the mechanical bull, and we all sang to the band Journey. It was such
1: a fun fun night. It's funny you were saying the Journey because like they are such a well respected country band.
0: I know, I was wondering why they were playing that song, but uh <laughs> but everyone knows the words because it's been around forever, so you know, there we were. Okay. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> now, the next day it was a full-on retreat day with some wonderful speakers and some pampering after and The main guest speaker was Jennifer Baranini Sanchez. And I hope I said her name correctly. And she just gave a really beautiful talk. Everyone had tears in their eyes. And she's mom to Joaquin, her biological child with Down syndrome. And then after he was born, she and her husband were called to adopt. And she adopted her daughter, Sophia. Sophia Sanchez from Ukraine, and she's just a year younger than her son Joaquin. And Sophia, she just Google her; like you'll be amazed. She is doing all sorts of amazing, amazing things for our Down syndrome community. But what's interesting is her her son Joaquin, who, as I said, also has Down syndrome. He also has the dual diagnosis. And she said, "Yes, they're like." two peas in a pod but also very different and you know after her talk she was just so gracious to come over to our dual diagnosis table cuz they had some different kind of breakout tables set up and uh and she chatted with us there I'm here with Sophia Sanchez's mom can you want to introduce
11: yourself hi i'm jennifer veronini sanchez And she just gave the
0: most amazing talk about her daughter, Sophia. Now, if you don't know about Sofia Sanchez, just Google her. She was rocking the carpet with the Barbie movie and her Barbie dress, and she's doing so many amazing things for our Down syndrome community. But you also have a son as well.
11: So many people don't know that Sophia actually has a brother with Down Syndrome. My biological son, who is one year older than her, his name's Joaquin, and they are two peas in a pod, best friends, and today it was fun to share how I live my life with two children with Down syndrome, two totally different children with Down syndrome and how each experience is beautiful and complicated in and of itself. And so it was kind of an honor to be able to represent, you know, a child like Sophia who's in the spotlight and a child like Joaquin who maybe doesn't need the spotlight, but has his own beautiful and unique qualities about him so he has autism on top of the Down syndrome so I'm walking that dual diagnosis world all the while walking this you know Sophia in the spotlight world so it's it's kind of an honor to be able to have compassion for all the different sides of being a parent of a child with special needs
0: oh thank you so much and we appreciate you coming to our little round table of with of the dual diagnosis mums that really means a lot
11: it was an honor and a blessing just to be able to sit here and hear people's stories and offer support and um, we need each other it's a it's a difficult journey and we have a lot to learn from one another
0: well definitely thank you and like every retreat there is always an exhibit hall and I also got a Barbie dress, a dancer and Barbie dress for Ainsley and myself. So it could be twinsies. And, you know, so when did I, I see
1: a picture of that the other day.
0: Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's it was fun. Lots of people commented on her dress asking, oh, where did she get it? And I believe the lady has an Etsy account. I think it's Designer Jeans Boutique. It's, I think, the name of it. So you can check her out if you're interested in getting. It was a cute dress a Barbie dress. Yeah, it's very cute. So, and Sophia Sanchez, you know, we're we're just chatting with her mom. She went to the Barbie premiere and walked the pink carpet in the dance room Barbie dress. She looked so awesome and just is so representative of our community. It was fantastic. And, you know, while I was in the exhibit hall, I ran into another mom. Her, Her name is Courtney. And She was just so sweet and kind. And she told me that I was on her VIP list to meet, which I thought was just really nice. And, you know, and we hugged and we chatted and, and then I continued shopping and I'm sure she did as well, but it was just nice to meet someone who, you know, who's obviously following the podcast and, and, you know, I guess knows about Ainsley and it was just, you know, it was, it was really cool. It was a cool experience.
1: Yeah, you know, Sometimes running into people, you don't know how much effect you're having on people's lives, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So that was really nice. And we've been posting similar things for you know Down syndrome Awareness Month, which is kind of cool. So we're kind of following the same outline, which is kind of fun. And then, so Saturday night, so we're now heading into Saturday evening, it was our haunted pub crawl. So we we missed out on, there was like a, I, think, I don't know if they had a dinner or not. No, I'm not sure. But they showed a movie. I can't remember the name of it right now. And they had another speaker there. And I know fangirl Amy was worried that we were going to be upset about missing all that. But we all said, no, we want to go on the pub crawl. This is our thing. And, you know, just because we are all so connected and and. And it's fun. The whole point is to be together. You know, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. So, and the pub crawl is always so much fun. And we all got shirts that says Haunted Rockin' Mom's Pub Crawl. And some of us have our names on the back. I was just going to put on Mara Bear because I really couldn't think of a name. But Janess, a.k.a. Geneticist, which is on the back of her shirt, she called me Queen Mary. So that's what's on the back of my shirt. You know, cuz I like to wear my tiara on fabulous Fridays. So uh, you know, And there's no comment from me. No comment from Ron. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just before the pub crawl we all met up in the hotel and we gave Janice a box of sunshine and it was arranged by our friend Natalie who could come to the retreat this year because her husband, he is also battling cancer, but, you know, they got a box of sunshine and she said it was really amazing. So she put together this amazing box of yellow items and all wrapped up in yellow. And it was really touching to, to give that to her. And and I know that she really appreciated it. It's Saturday late afternoon and I am going to get ready for our San Antonio haunted pub crawl so I'm really looking forward to it I've got our shirts on and we all got names on ours mine is Queen Mary because I like to wear my Tara on Fabulous Fridays and oh man the days have gone by way too fast it's been just really amazing to be with these women again. And to reconnect and share our stories, and you know the the group of us in the Haunted Mums uh, Rock and Mums group, you know as I said, it's we've been chatting all year, and it's been a hard year for Janess, who we've nicknamed Geneticist. Uh, she's going into surgery a few days after the retreat, and. We gifted her a box of sunshine and it was so fun to watch her open all these yellow gifts and they were just all amazing and thanks to Natalie for putting that together and it took a real team effort to get it here. Initially Natalie was going to deliver it to her and then that didn't happen because she's dealing with her husband who he himself has cancer and with all that going on and then someone else was going to to bring it to the retreat but it costs more to take it on the airplane than to ship it and it got shipped here so it's the sisterhood of the traveling box is really what it is but she loved it and it it was so meaningful to share in that and I just I really love all these ladies and you know I wish we all didn't live so far away but I guess that's what makes this time so incredibly meaningful and I am so looking forward to tonight it's going to be a lot of fun and a great way to close out the Rockin' Mums retreat. So we all went out to dinner before the pub crawl right on the Riverwalk, and at the start of the pub crawl fangirl Amy declared she she was just there for the history not like the rest of us. We're on the haunted rock uh the haunted... Walking Moms, pub crawl, are we going to have a good time? Woo! What are we going to do on the pub
9: crawl? Hey! <laughs> I, they... I, I, I'm only here for the history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same,
0: same. Okay, right, let's go have fun. And <clears throat> Sarah, who I somehow started calling her mama duck, da- she led the way for us because she actually lived in San Antonio, I don't think she lives there now, but I think previously she lived in San Antonio. So she knew where to go for the start of the crawl. All right, we got Mama Duck Sarah leading the way here. I don't know where we're going. We're heading heading to the beginning of the haunted pub crawl. Stay tuned. Now, I cannot remember the name of the guide and someone told me her name and I can't remember it, but so... It's the beginning of the pub crawl and our guide who was really fantastic. We were just all excited and she apparently said there were margaritas waiting for us, although I think I stuck to wine. To be honest, I can't really remember.
1: You sure? You didn't have the margarita then?
0: Oh, no. oh Yeah, I can I, I I think I I think I had was... I tried to stick to wine for the pub crawl. <laughs> and uh, so at the start of the pub crawl Sarah, one of the other moms, not Mama Duck Sarah, different Sarah, she got the message because it's always announced on the Saturday where the next retreat is.
8: Before we all go in the glow sticks, we be of light to attract the spirits today. But look no further. We're going to be going to at least three bars tonight. We'll stop there, grab a drink and talk about its ghostly hauntings there. OK, and that's going to be our next two and a half. Ours. Anyway, so come grab yourself a (laughs) cardstick. Exactly! So, for your first drinks tonight, I had Miss Jessie upstairs make us a big old batch of margarita in house. And with your margaritas, if you're wanting a little bit extra flavor, she has blood orange and pomegranate prepared for you guys. So, that will be your first drinks of the evening. Margaritas and beers. I hope you're here for that San Antonio flavor. (laughs) <laughs> Can, you yes. Can you
10: tell them September 27th through the 28th, September, so, oh, so during, so during oh. September 27th oh. and September
8: 28th it is, we're going to Vegas. <laughs> 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 That's
3: what
8: And then you're going to head up to the second
0: floor to the bar, okay, ladies? Woo! Yes. Drum roll We're going to Vegas. What do you <laughs> know?
3: A
1: nonstop flight for once.
0: I know. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> close <laughs> one flight. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be some good haunted pub crawls there. So that will be exciting.
1: You just, just go out to the lake. There's lots of hauntings out there.
0: Okay. I'll tell Amy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she's listening.
1: <laughs> well, they've just been finding all sorts of bodies out
0: there. So, <laughs> oh dear, okay.
1: <laughs> Cause, because as the lake as, as the lake level went down in the drought, all of a sudden they were finding all these. Oh dear, bodies. Okay. <laughs> that had well, you know, I mean, because of Vegas's old, you know, gangster yeah. history and stuff. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to hear about the gangster history and, you know, yeah. there's I'm sure there's places that are haunted there. So. So, I think at the first hotel, we learned about Robert Johnson, who played the blues. Have you heard of him?
1: For some reason, yes, but I
0: don't know why. Okay. Well, I figured you would have heard of him. I hadn't. But, you know, apparently he was an amazing 15-year-old guitarist who could play extremely fast. People said it sounded like three or four people were playing. So, it was quite interesting to hear the history about him.
8: the best in blues, to which Satan picks up his guitar, tunes a few of the strings, and hands it back saying, you'll pay me back later in time. So then he goes back to his hometown, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, back to that local Jew joint saying, hey, I want to play for you guys once again. And they're like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's see what happens. This time, when he plays for all of those locals there, All of the jaws in the juke joint are dropping to the floor. They claim to be hearing three to four people playing the guitar at the same time. He is so fast. He is 15 years old. And they think he is the most amazing guitarist they have ever heard in their lifetime. So suddenly, like a flash, he was gaining this fame, not just there in his own hometown, but in other places along the south, and he is becoming this prodigy in the blues genre, folks. So, we talk about him here because after he made a little bit of a friendship with a record deal, this is a site of one of his first recording sessions of his own music. So in room 414, as this bar is named, he recorded his first 10 songs there, left for about two years, came back to record another 16. And what's awesome, especially about technology today, if you go on Spotify, you can see it specifically annotated what place he recorded what music and what time. So you can literally listen to what music he recorded inside of that room. It always it's always this room, 414. And you can go up to the concierge and say, hey, when's, when's the Robert Johnson room available? They know exactly what you're talking about and we'll book it for you. No problem. As long as it's available. Right?
0: Now, our next stop. It's a little gruesome. I'm not sure. We learn about Albert Knox and room 636. And I don't know if we want to play the whole clip from this, but he is known as the meat grinder murderer. And oh dear. Yes. So maybe we'll just leave it at that. And question
1: when did this happen?
0: I think it might have been it might have been in the '60s because I recall her saying that's the plumbing.
1: Relatively recent,
0: yes. How it kind of ruined the plumbing, 1960s hotel plumbing. So it, it was a little disturbing to hear what he did.
8: Not too long ago, but it begins in 1965. So there was a gentleman with a little bit of background context. He is a gentleman that would serve in the military. He was honorably discharged, and when he was back here in the States, he was found at least once with fraudulent checks. He did serve some time in Huntsville, and the beginning of our story begins once he is out of prison.
3: Ooh.
8: So this gentleman, he we're going to know him by the name of Albert Knox for now. So he is here in San Antonio and enjoying himself a time and he is known to come into this hotel with a blonde
11: woman. (laughs) (laughs) Bangor Amy!
8: Absolutely. So comes in with a blonde woman, they check into room 636 under the gentleman's name, Albert Knox, and they go upstairs. The night ensues, brown chicken and brown cow, we can all assume, absolutely. But then the next morning or two, he leaves by himself and then he comes back to the hotel with different women, Oh, Mm. which scandalous, but also what a party, okay. (laughs) We could think at the time. So he actually stays at this hotel for a, accumulated five nights so by february 8th of 1965 he is seen by a housekeeper who at the time is going through the rooms cleaning them up and she thinks oh let me make sure i go through this one last room before i go up to the next floor and she knocks hears nothing she goes on inside and she just sees this pool of blood in the middle of the room with albert knox just inside with his. Hands covered in blood
3: looks up
8: to her and gives gives her the shh sh- oh, sh- oh, which she of course screams. responds with ah! every- <laughs> for the podcast, of course. Of course. So she screams, she runs, she heads towards management to tell them what she just saw. And in the time, Albert Knox is packing up his things and running out of the building. So, police is getting to know of who to look for. They they do now know that they need to look for an Albert Knox. He looks like this. He should be having some luggage around him. Things like that. And so there is going to be a second part to the story later on. But I will say that... Once they started to look into this murder, just more and more details kind of kept unfurling. And so one of those, as they were investigating the room, it was completely drenched with blood, but definitely multiple DNAs, which DNA testing was not even a thing of the time at this point. So, but they were able to find tiny remnants of flesh in the toilet bowl which really threw them in for a loop for quite some time. So it took quite a while until a actual account from a retail sale from a Sears, which if you ever look down on the North St. Mary Street here, you'll see a Gothic-style tower. That's where Sears used to be back in the 1960s. And so they had this customer come in and specifically ask for an industrial-grade meat grinder.
3: Ah. To which they're going.
8: We don't have that. We only have home grade here. Excuse you. (laughs) And so he goes, I guess that will do. So we believe he lured in quite a few women most likely women trying just to make rent at the end of a street so bringing in these women and then grinding up their bodies and flushing them down the toilet to hopefully erase what he just did
0: i don't even know if this is to be able to be on the podcast
8: the, there's a textbook about it. It's absolutely real. Oh,
0: I believe it's real. But I don't know if it's not PG.
8: <laughs> this is definitely not PG. We're talking about murders of multiple women here, okay? it's Canadian, don't worry about it. If All I right. Know, that's oh, if it's can if it's, if it's, if it's, I'm so okay, sorry. It's okay. If it's Canada, you should be fine. <laughs> not that I would know. I live in the glorious America we have here. So, now so he is known today as the meat grinder murderer
0: (gasps) oh man
8: there are podcasts on this there are textbooks on this absolutely on the murder of 636 so
0: what what's murder 636
8: the murder of 636 is the murder of five to eight women by a particular gentleman
0: but what's what 636? What's 636?
8: That's the room number. That's the room six number. This is okay. the room number. And so, particularly after three nights staying here at the Sheridan Gunter, it turns out flushing women's bodies is a no-go. <laughs> it destroys the plumbing.
1: I'm assuming they don't rent that room out anymore.
0: You know, I believe they do, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I do not want
1: room 636. I know.
0: I wouldn't want room 636 either. So
1: It's a little light on ghosts here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was well more for
1: gruesome. If you, you may as well go for gruesome, gruesome. if you can't you have ghosts. So, um, but yeah, you have to.
0: Washington have to was much bigger on the ghosts. This is just some sort of like sinister history, but there was some ghost stuff in it. So, But we learn what San Antonio was famous for, the Alamo. And we learned how it got its name
8: Here from 1718, just right over here on this side, which originally was the name mission San Antonio de Valero back from 1718, which apparently used to mean St. Anthony of Padua. Okay, folks. So to go into the Revolutionary War here in Texas, I try to compact it as much as I can, but it's honestly just so much information. So please bear with me. So some of the things that got us into this revolution is quite a few things. One, Santa Ana was president of Mexico and at first he seemed to be somebody that was for small government and that was at least at first, but then slowly but surely he was then kind of flip flopping to a different point of view. One of those was that he passed a completely different constitution where it was more government driven and so all of a sudden a ton of farmers here in Texas had to only sell their wares all the way in Mexico instead of New Orleans which was a lot closer than Mexico. Now another thing that very much set them off was the Battle of Gonzales which In the city of Gonzales there is a tiny little fort and so at the time these Texans took it over or what they called themselves Texians, this fort they only had one cannon to basically fend themselves for and here's the Mexican government going can we get that cannon back please? To which they're like absolutely not and you see that very famous flag saying come and take it with that cannon on the flag so what did Mexico do well they did exactly that so they came and they took it because they really did have all of the numbers on their side now what was the final kicker to really start this revolution was another law passed by Santa Ana in which it seemed like he really flip-flopped on his point of view, what he promised on doing for the country of Mexico at the time. It was a law that he passed in 1820 with that year. Does anybody know what that law was? It was the abolition of slavery in Mexico which now these farmers had to sell at a completely different port, now they had to actually pay for their labor, how dare he, oh my god, anyway, yes, (laughs) but this is what Santa Ana did, and this was definitely jump-started the revolution here in Texas, so we bring ourselves to this battle here originally was a mission in 1718 until in the 1790s it was basically dispersed to local residents and nobody really took it over until pretty close to the Revolutionary War so I would say around the 1810s 1820s then it was turned into what's now known as the El Alamo because the name was closer related to cottonwood trees which did surround this whole area as well as it was closely related to a lot of these soldiers hometown Alamo de Peras. So that's how the Alamo got its name but the battle does not begin until these Texian it was a Texian um, army of only about 300 soldiers at the time they came here at around November of 1835 and they were actually able to fight the about hundred soldiers here at this very small fort. And for what most of the time seemed like that the Mexican side had all of these numbers, and one point in time they finally were able to flip that narrative here at the Alamo.
1: Told you you should have gone to the Alamo. Oh we Remember did when we were driving? I said
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did on our hop on hop like before we did the hop on, hop off tour. It's not really very big, to be honest. I, I envisioned something bigger. And then that's where we ended the pub crawl, was at the Alamo, which was kind of nice. And there, we have a nice picture of the group of us there. So I'll post that as well.
1: So when they, when they made the movie back in the 60s, they actually built a replica of the Alamo about 20 miles outside of town in the middle of the desert. Because of all the buildings that are around the Alamo, mm-hmm. they couldn't actually shoot the movie downtown. Yeah, I bet. So, yeah, because it's
0: just right in the middle of the city. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And when you have three hours, must watch the movie.
0: Whenever I have three hours, okay.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a long, long movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> and that's the end of the retreat. You know, the next day is Sunday, and I'm leaving on a jet plane to get home from another amazing five days with my tribe I'm in the airport and we were laughing in the cab ride in the Uber to the airport with some other moms and I said oh yeah I I know Jackie I've been stalking her since babysitter days which is true her daughter Lauren is just a few months uh, older than Ainsley and I just thank you ladies thank all of you that I met and takes a lot of planning for me to be able to go but you know Dennis says you need to go you know it's important for me to go and to connect with all you ladies and it just it feels my cup I feel so much joy and happiness when I'm with all of you and it just it just fills me up I really love our haunted rockin moms group you ladies are amazing and I know some of you are going through some really challenging times and Sherry I didn't get a lot of time to talk with you but I'm so happy that you came and I hope that you can continue to come if that's what you wish and Janess I know geneticist as we call her I know you got your really serious surgery coming up in a few days after the retreat and I hope this these last few days fills you up. And I know that you are so brave. And you know that everything goes well. And we love you. And all you ladies, I love you. Thank you so much for making me feel loved and special. And I'll try to bring more cookies next year. <laughs> and just making this such an amazing time. And it's so important for us all to do this. And I just want you all to know that I love you and I think about you all. And, you know, and my roommate, Christine, I've known you the longest. You know, I love all you ladies. And, you know, I look forward to seeing all of you in Vegas.
1: Sounds like you had a great time. And and how do you feel coming home now?
0: You know, it just, it really, it fills me up, you know. And I know lots of other moms said that that it rejuvenates them. They wait all year for this, you know, and it's just that whole amazing I'm not time. Alone feeling, I guess. Yeah. And just, you know, everyone is walking a similar path. You know, some of us aren't on quite the same path because you might have some other challenges or, you know, or maybe not so many challenges. But we all understand Down syndrome and what it is and what it's also but I think more importantly, what it's brought into our lives. And, you know, we all say, like, we all would never have met except for an extra chromosome. And, and, you know, I just. The club you didn't know
1: you wanted to belong to.
0: That's exactly it. It's so true. It's, it's a club that you, you didn't ever want to join, but then you realize it's an amazing club to be a part of. And, and these ladies, they are all amazing. And, you know, I love that we, love each other and support each other. And, you know, our haunted mom group, we had a pretty rough year for some of our moms this past year, but you know, everyone shows up and it's just amazing. That's cool. Yeah. It's
1: glad you had a good time. And I'm glad for everybody that had a good time and everybody that went home feeling better than when they went in.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know we're all excited for Vegas. So last weekend of September, it keeps getting later, which is okay, but it's the last weekend of September next year, 2024. Well,
1: that, and in a way that's good because it means like the kids are back in school, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that, all of that back to school, end of summer kind of activity aren't competing with trying to get to the retreat. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Because I do think that's a bit of a challenge for some people. Because the first two I went to yeah. was right after Labor Day, that was very challenging, and I like that it's a little bit later. I, it, I think it works better, and you know, kids are settling to school, and you know, you can go and relax. And, and Vegas never
1: disappoints. So,
0: I'm sure it won't. I've only been once, but it's going to be amazing.
1: But yeah, it's it's uh it's it's an interesting place. Like even if you don't like even if you don't gamble, there's still lots of things mm-hmm. to see and do. So.
0: 100 percent. so looking forward to that
1: okay mary well it's been fun visiting with you again
0: thank you Ron. Um,
1: i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure we'll get together somewhere around the christmas show
0: yes we'll do a christmas show for sure
1: coming up soon see if i can find my cheap dollar store jingle bells
0: <laughs> okay and i'll have some cookies Glad you're back take care thank you yeah all right
1: oh and yes and before we go i want to make one more thing uh say one more thing don't forget to hit mary up for the advent cookie calendar box (laughs) you know check her check the facebook page and the instagram for message her directly for i mean if you live in the vancouver area it's you know better because we can't ship
0: (laughs) well i'm looking into it a few moms have asked me so
1: yeah okay we'll see well make sure that you that that's one of her uh, fundraising things to, to get to the retreat. So see if you can't, if you're in the Vancouver area, see if you can't order, <laughs> you know, uh, one of the Advent boxes. So,
0: Thank you. Yeah, that's how I get to the retreat. So lots of baking All in right. my f- near future. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Ron. And thanks for you listening. You I've already
1: ordered my box.
0: Yes, you have. And thanks for listening to the T21 Mom podcast. And as always, I would love to hear from you. You can check out my newish website at t21mom.com. And you can leave me a message there if you like. And you can even leave a voicemail. Perhaps that'll be in an upcoming episode. So keep on loving on your rocking kiddos. And I'll see you next time.